Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Salatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and welcome to another edition of Why the Muslim Woman Part 7. We started off with our traditional and unique and uh, customary introduction, the laugh when we begin this program. As always, the one who brings the laughter and the smiles by the woman permission of Allah to our hearts is our beloved Sheikh, Sheikh Nasim. As always, he's all smiles. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Seven in a row. Alhamdulillah. The laugh at the start of each program. It's, I think it's every program. Plus, it's, yeah, it's a, I think we're on a 100% strike rate. 100%, me and you, 100%. Without fail. All of them. Now, whoever was watching the, intro, the introduction would know why we were laughing. Now that was a yeah, that was a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> but again, not surprising. But um, uh, <laughs> a shout out to our tech man. We're not throwing anyone under the bus. A shout out to him. He's uh, doing some great work. Allahumma barik behind the scenes as always. And we ask Allah to bless him and his family in um, this world and the next. Um, We'd like to welcome all our viewers watching on our YouTube channel and also. Albayan Radio Australia and also Facebook, ASWJ Australia, and also on Instagram and TikTok. Please share away uh, these streams with those uh, who you think will benefit uh, As we said at the introduction of the episode, that this is why the woman part seven, why the Muslim woman part seven. If you want to catch up on the previous episodes, you can find them in the description there, either on Facebook or YouTube, and you can catch up on the previous six parts. Sheikh Nassim, how have you been before we get into part <coughs> seven since the last time we spoke, which I think was in Ramadan, is that right? I believe so, yes. Oh, was it? After? Did, did we did meet we, up did, after Ramadan? I'm did not we too do sure. one right after? I'm not too sure, I don't remember. Uh, neither can I. That's how good we are, Tabarakullah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Uh, I think the last, the first time we've done a lesson on this series was over a year ago now, sir. It's been a while. If I'm not mistaken. So it's a long process. That's why the dates are a bit uh, muddled up. But alhamdulillah in general, been good, alhamdulillah. My voice has been gone. Uh, I'm meant to be relaxing as much as possible, to be honest. Uh, you look relaxed, Allahumma barik. Jazakallah khairan. I, as my family say, I live the life, tabarakallah. Allahumma barik. <laughs> um, besides that, alhamdulillah, good. My dad, alhamdulillah, finally done the operation. Yes, that's right. Alhamdulillah. Uh, so his recovery, alhamdulillah, is very good. Bit of pain, as is obviously expected. From open heart surgery, but in general, alhamdulillah, recovery is good. Alhamdulillah. So life is good, alhamdulillah. Yeah, may Allah, may Allah give him good health and Allah man Allah. and good deeds and a long life upon Allah. Islam. Allah hafadhuk. And give him and us you and your parents a good ending. Well. Amin, amin. Now, Sheikh Nasim, let's get straight into the recap of the first few parts so we can begin part seven, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. So obviously we won't get into too much detail. No. Uh, alhamdulillah, the, the series are up and uh, people can go back and watch them easily on YouTube. And they can just put times 1.5 speed and inshallah the yeah, longer lessons you will do come. That? I do that quite a bit. People don't believe that I can understand what I'm actually watching or listening to because they say it's way too fast. But alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah I've got a, a knack now where when people speak normally, I think they're speaking too slow. Yeah, <laughs> I've been told myself that I speak very fast. My mum always tells me, slow down when you speak. Um... But I guess it's the only way to cram a lot of information into a short amount of time. But yeah. definitely, I'm 1.5. If I can, I'll even push a times two on it. 
Yeah, if I can, I've been I've been times two, few times recently. I don't know, but some people just got nothing on in life, and they're just happy to listen to the whole thing. And because of my, my you know my daily work in the radio, we have a lot of editing. So sometimes my editing has to be a quick edit, and I have to listen to everything. So, you know, I put it on one point five, two sometimes, depending on what it is. But sure, I have to listen to myself. That's that's the hard part. The hardest part is listening to yourself. What I do notice, uh, listening to yourself is always strange. Very strange. Uh, Can't stand to tell you the truth. It's hundred percent. What I do notice is if you do put on one point five speed or two times speed or one point seven five, whatever it is, you need to be very careful because you need to be paying attention. Hundred percent. If something slips, and I notice this with myself, sometimes I'll be listening to something and I have to go on my phone very quickly, even though I think I'm listening. When I stop and I go back a bit, I've missed that whole time. My focus was not hundred yeah, yeah. percent on what I was listening to. It's not on my phone or whatever. Yeah. So if if you listen to something important, you do want to make sure that yani, you're getting. But if it's something, yani, that's that's what I listen. Yeah. Just a clarification. That. It's not for your primary listening. If you're yeah. if you're studying or revising something or whatever it may be, I wouldn't recommend it. Hundred percent. But if it's to recap or review something, that's when I use it. Anyway, I don't know how we got there. Uh, the the quick recap. Basic introduction. Yes. So we gave an introduction to the topic of why the Muslim women, and again we mentioned we've mentioned this a few times already. This is not limited to Muslim women. This is something that affects all women. But we're speaking from an Islamic perspective, and we focused a little bit on uh, Muslim women in particular. But this is a topic that affects all women, and anything that you have a problem with that which we say needs to go back to the introduction. Go back to the introduction, listen to the points, and then inshallah azza wa jal, you understand uh, how to get to the understanding that we have regarding uh, anything that you have any confusion about inshallah. Then from that general introduction, we moved on to why the Muslim woman in particular. Why the Muslim woman in particular, and alhamdulillah we spoke about that. A very important thing that we discussed, I believe it was last time, was how they achieve it. Mentioned in two or three points on on this particular topic, how they achieve those unfortunate ways in corrupting women in general, but specifically the Muslim women. And this is going to be very, very, very important because a lot of the things that we constantly hear, not bad women, in good sisters, good brothers, but don't have enough knowledge, make a mistake in, uh, go back to those points, and inshallah, as those misconceptions will be inshallah and easily clarified inshallah. As for today, then inshallah azza today we speak about some of the consequences of these unfortunate realities that we live in with the targeting of women in general and here in particular the Muslim women. Excellent. What's our first point tonight inshallah? Tonight. Today. Today. Yes, we always, I don't know if we've ever done a day episode before. I think it's the second one. I think we've done one before. Was it in Ramadan? Um, not in Ramadan, no? out of Ramadan. Okay. It does feel very strange. Because we only done one why the Muslim women in Ramadan. They're Correct. all outside of Ramadan yeah. from memory. So it is a bit strange being here during the day. It's Number strange one. for you. The tech man is, alhamdulillah, he made it. No, he, he surprised me the most. The whole of winter, the whole of summer, I didn't see him in summer clothing once. We're in the middle of winter, almost, about metaphorically speaking, so no one gets things I've got my seasons mixed up. And the guys in... Shorts on a shirt. Have you heard his petition? And I think in sandals. Sandals as well? No? Okay. Have you heard his petitioning for a mic? Look, if if we have to... I, I've thought of this 
over and over and over again that he should definitely have speakers and a microphone there. But my fear is if with Dr. Amman Najarin, oh. we have to be careful. Imagine if we have the tech man have a mic. The, look, it will be excellent for the views and I the think, bloopers, I think, I, I but think, it will be absolutely shocking. I think our mic button and we have a mute button in here as well. Yes, definitely. And, and we've got, we got like 20 second delay. 20 second Ten, delay. 20 second delay on the programming. Dump button, mute button. I think that's an uh, uh, excellent suggestion. Look, he's coming in now. I'll be happy with a fake mic. Fake mic? Fake mic? He'll be happy with a fake mic. Mr. Tech Man, it's a promise that inshallah we'll get you something. Whatever it is, Allah alam, but inshallah we'll get you something. We have to, yeah. But we definitely need to be careful with it. 100%. I can just imagine him leaving it off. Oh, sorry, him forgetting that it's on. <laughs> And just get into whatever. Conf- oh, yeah, it's a shocker. Because anyone, like before we get into our topic, the, the brothers in in the, in the field of technology, they're like multi-skilled, but sometimes they drop the ball yeah. on like they're doing seven things at once, and they forget they're doing one thing, and then that one thing becomes, you know, uh, how can we say, what wasn't being paid attention yes. to, and then the ball is yeah. dropped, and, and you get consequences, you get consequences. extreme negative consequences, especially when you're live streaming on various platforms, <laughs> <laughs> cameras and mics and sound. Anyway, alhamdulillah, <laughs> once again to the mic man, to the tech man. We will get him a mic <laughs> one day with headphones and 100% a mute button and probably a delay button as well. Inshallah, definitely. Inshallah, definitely. Let's get as into the it. consequences. So again, we don't want this to become an emotional discussion. No. We don't want ever, when something important is there, it becomes a, my opinion versus your opinion, or you're wrong, I'm right, without any basis. What we always want is facts. You have two types of facts that you can go to. Number one is obviously Islamic facts. What does the Quran say? What does the Sunnah say? At times you don't have specifically what the Quran and Sunnah said. Okay, so you have general guidelines, principles. Use them if even if you don't have that. Okay, let's say someone says I'm not a sheikh, I'm not a scholar, whatever it is, no problem. If you can't get to that extent, obviously you can't go against Quran and Sunnah. But if you don't know Quran and Sunnah, and you know facts, real life facts, reality science, studies, history, etc., then please bring forward those discussions. That's not an issue. But what we don't want is, you're wrong. Okay, no problem. Why am I wrong? Heck. <laughs> okay, because I said, you're, you're wrong? You're wrong. How can you say that? That's not right. We don't want these types of things. We want on the ground, real life experiences, real life studies, whatever it may be, but don't just uh, argue or debate from uh, emotion. Tape. From the consequences that happen are, Women comparing themselves to men. So we hear this a lot. If a man can do it, why can't a woman do it? If a man can do it, why can't a woman do it? If a man can achieve it, why can't a woman achieve it? If the rules are relaxed for men, why can't the rules be relaxed for women? If my brother can do it, why can't the sisters do it? If my uncles can do it, why can't my aunties do it? These types of discussions always come up. This comes back again from the introductory point. One of the first things that we mentioned was men and women are not the same. If you want to say men and women are equal... This is not an issue. Generally speaking, this word equal is not an issue. But equal does not mean the same. For example, you say, I love my children equally. But your children are not the same. If you have one child, la qadr Allah, with a disability, even though you love all your children equally, but you have to give him more attention. Okay? Islam came for justice, not for everyone to be exactly the same. If you have any one child that's more emotional than another one, you may need to give one child more emotional support. If you have one child that's excellent at sports, maybe you've got to put a bit more attention to their 
sporting activities over the other one. Why? Because they're looking to excel in it, possibly become a professional athlete. And each child you treat according to their needs. Why? Because they're not the same. Similarly, when it comes to males and females, you want to talk about equal in the eyes of Allah, etc., 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 no issue. Are they the same? No, they are not the same. So when they try and be like each other, you have problems. Why? Because they were not built like that. They were not made that way. And so you going about it that way becomes oppression. And he get again, any horse, uh, get any example, take horses. You know, there's something that comes to mind very quickly. Horses are different sizes. Jade, horses are different sizes. And each one has what it's better at. You got like hot, hot blooded horses, cold blooded horses, warm blooded horses. You got endurance horses. You got horses that are better for plowing, horses that are better for racing. You have different types of horses. Jayid, if you try and expect one from one thing from one particular horse, you can have major, major issues and deficiencies that will come back with negative consequences from that horse. You try and get a Clydesdale to do what an Arabian does, you have a problem. 100%. You try and get uh, you know, a draft horse to do what, for example, a thoroughbred is going to do. And you're, you're kidding yourself. Jayid, men and women, because it's so clouded in emotion, a lot of people, when it comes to the discussion, they don't even have time to take a breath and think, how are men made? How are women made? What is appropriate for men? What is appropriate for women? It's just a matter of, no, if men can do it, then there should be nothing stopping women from doing it. But we are not built the same. Allah Azza wa Jal has, this ayah, we have created you in pairs. A lot of people think that this is talking about marriage. <laughs> it's not talking about marriage. Allah Azza wa Jal made everything, in the, there's pairs, there's opposites. There's positive, negative, night, day, sun, moon, male, female. If you go to yani, any sort of living organism, there's a male version, there's a, a male and female from any plants, animals, humans, etc. Male and female. There's tall, short, rich, poor. This is what it means. Credit you in pairs. Jayid, part of those pairs is what? Like, you know, the yin-yang. Okay, the uh, good and good and bad, etc. You complete each other. Okay, you complete each other. As males and females, we complete each other. If women were like men or men were like women, there's always going to be deficiencies. In the individual, in the relationships, in uh, the world. That's the reality. Why, or what's one of the wisdoms of Allah Azza wa Jalla different is that we complete each other. If you accept that men are different from women, whether you're religious, you accept it from a religious perspective, even if you're a complete atheist, but you accept it from a scientific perspective, you have to accept that we're different. Once you accept that, you have no issue with this. If you neglect this from a religious perspective, not, I don't care, we're going to be the same. And you reject it from a women's uh, a scientific perspective, I don't care what anyone says, we're the same. You're going to have issues. What are some of these issues? Women will never be happy. Women will never be happy. Why? Because you're always trying to achieve what a man's achieving. And you're always going to come up short when you try and do the things that men are better at you in. For example, are you going to be as fast as a man? Generally speaking, okay. Generally speaking, are women going to be as fast as men? They're not going to be as fast as men. Generally speaking, are women going to be? Uh, in the, I know this is a controversial one, but in the workplace, are they going to be as productive as men? 
Again, generally speaking, don't take my words. Look at the studies. Are they going to be as productive as men? Generally speaking, they're not. Why? Simple things like the woman's menses, which she gets approximately in a quarter of the month. Jayid, that affects her productivity in the workplace. This was actually an argument of why gender, the gender pay gap should never be the same. Okay? There's studies behind it. It's not just wallah people saying it from themselves. That woman will never be happy because she's always trying to compare herself to the man. But she's not a man. She's not a man. So if she's going to get try and get treated like the man, you're always going to have a problem. We have this a lot in discussions, for example. Why can the brother, for example, go out later than the sister? Why can the boy come back, you know, 11, 12 o'clock and the parents are okay with it, but the girl has to be home, you know, 8, 30, 9 o'clock? Because you're not the same. You're not the same. If you try and compare yourself to your brother, you're going to have an issue. Generally speaking, who can defend themselves better? The boy or the girl? Generally speaking. Generally speaking, it's the boy. It's a clear, like, clear reason why you can't compare yourself, especially when it comes to coming home earlier. Tayyib, reputation-wise, who gets affected more if their reputation is tarnished? The boy or the girl? The girl. Someone might come and say, oh, but that's not fair. Uh, that's not right. I don't agree with her. I don't care about my safety. I don't care about my reputation. Your feelings are your feelings. Borrow them up, put them to the side. Feelings do not mean anything in reality. I feel I'm seven foot five, you know, 120 kilos full of muscle. Does that mean that is who I am? Almost, Allah Mabarik. But not really. Not seven foot five. <laughs> not that far. Uh, a person comes and says, I believe I'm a horse. Does that make him a horse? No. A person comes and says, I believe they live in Australia. I believe I live in China. I feel like I live in China. Does that change the reality that I live in Australia? No. Your feelings are one thing. And one thing that... This is a principle in Islam. Changing the names of things doesn't, that doesn't change, change the reality, reality of it. <laughs> this is an iPhone. Ah, it's a, it's a Samsung. I call it a Samsung. It doesn't change the fact that it's iPhone. It, the color is red. It doesn't, if me saying it's blue, it doesn't change the really that it's red. What Jade, is it, actually? It just means I'm delusional. Is it an iPhone? It's an iPhone, yeah. It's an iPhone. You should change the Samsung. Yeah, please leave us from that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Take me back to the days when, subhanAllah, phones were a lot more simpler. 100%. In general, if you try and uh, be something that you're not, you're never going to be happy. Never, ever. Because you're living in La La Land. One of the things that modern Western philosophy pushes a lot, and this is something that I came across in recently, someone who had placed it in an eloquent sense, is the West is now paying a lot of attention and putting, pushing a big agenda when it comes to feelings. So for example, a boy feels that he's a girl, خلاص, you're a girl. Treat him like a girl. He becomes she. Or a girl feels that she's a boy, خلاص, she becomes a he now. Jayid, humans, Saying, I feel like, you know, they're furries. They, they feel like they're a cat. So you treat them like a cat. We gave the example in, in Wollongong. One of the students, I thought they were a frog. And people had to treat them like a frog. Yani, <laughs> it's becoming ridiculous. It's Junoon. Yani, in America, they, for one of the students that thought she was a cat, they put a litter. Like, what? <laughs> 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 Yeah, this is not yeah, this is not sanity. This is not normal. But what how did we get there? Because we paid too much 
attention to the feelings of a person. Your feelings, again, do not change reality. You can't just act upon your feelings. We're not in Islam. You don't even get judged for your feelings. Like, for example, someone annoyed you, you want to kill them. Like, in your, in your mind, like you want to kill this person. You don't get judged on that. It's only if you take steps to enact that, that's when you're sinful. A person wanted to fornicate, a person wanted to drink alcohol, a person wanted to gamble. That want, that feeling, you don't get judged upon. It's from the mercy of Allah. It's only if you take steps towards it that you cause yourself issues. So, same thing, Yani. A person feels that, you know, I don't care about my safety or feels that I don't care about my reputation. What your feelings are is one thing. What we practically and how we practically go about life is another thing. So, yani, your feelings leave aside. Is a woman the same as a man? No. So, are the rules going to be different? Yes. And I know this is a parable again that causes some sensitivities, but I like to give a bit more extreme examples so people understand yani, how you go about uh, the male and female conundrum. Do you treat an adult the way you treat a child? No. Why do you treat them differently? Because they are different. They have things that make them similar. They're both humans. But because one is at a certain level, other ones at a different level, treat them differently. If an adult is mature, okay, sane, rational, etc., do you treat him the same as a person who isn't? No, you treat them differently. Even though they're both male or female adults, but you treat them differently because they are different. You need children, teenagers, they could be another teenager. You know, you, know, you have kids that are teenagers. One of them you can speak you know, very directly with. You treat them that way. Another one you have to be a lot more patient with, explain things a lot more. You treat them that way. You have to treat them the way that's appropriate. Jayid, everyone needs to get treated in a way that's appropriate. Generally speaking, with males and females, yes, we're both humans. Yes, you know, we're, we're both adults. Yes, 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 yes. But we are different. Biologically speaking, we're different. The way we think is different. The way we go, how we make decisions is different. And so Islam and our fitrah came in accordance to those differences. When the woman is trying to become like the man, all she is increasing herself in is unhappiness. Okay? Some of the examples of unhappiness, inshallah, we'll continue with, but just understand they are not the same. Understand they're not the same, and inshallah, you won't have a, an issue. We'll move to the second one, and this yes. is part of that um, where you see a lot more of unhappiness. The increase in social diseases. Increase in social diseases and issues. A lot, isn't it? Take any study and look at the levels of unhappiness. And they've been doing this for decades. And women are the least happy they've been ever. What's changed? Have men changed? Men haven't changed. Men are the exact same as they were, Allah alam, how many hundreds of years ago? They are the, exactly the same. Jade, what's changed? From the things that have changed is how women live their lives. These studies specifically were talking about women and how women live their lives now. She's in a state where she's yani, trying to live like a man, to put bluntly, which is going to make her unhappy. What are some of the things that she does? Tayyip. She wakes up in the morning. She has to yani, beautify herself, go to work. When she goes to work, she's doing XYZ job. She has to maintain XYZ persona, do with XYZ people. 
She comes home at the end of that job. That's, she's not married yet. She comes home at the end of that XYZ job. A woman, again, scientifically proven. These are scientific studies, not us. Forget us. Go and do own research. The effort that a woman needs to put herself through in order to uphold a certain ideal at work that she has about herself, that she has to keep in the workplace, it's draining. It's draining. She needs to get her work feeling that she looks attractive. Chayid, just to get ready and to think about how she looks at work, that's draining. Then women are a lot more self-conscious. So when she gets to work, she's thinking as well about what other people think of her. So how she talks, how she walks, how she looks, how she smiles, how she interacts, that is going to put a lot more strain on her. She's not herself. She has to become someone that she thinks people are going to be happy with. That mentally drains her. At the end of the week, what did she achieve? Like $1,000, $1,500. If she's on a very good wage, she achieved $2,000 at the end of that week. All of that draining is it worth that money at the end. It's not worth it. Is it bringing any happiness? It's not bringing any happiness. They, let's say this woman, okay, she's got uh, these issues. What does she do? She falls into, again, not my words, please do the research. They fall into depression. Fall into depression. They go to the doctor. Doctor recommends they go to a psychiatrist or psychologist. They start digging up. Okay, what can we do to help you? For the majority of people in these instances, what do they usually turn back to? One of two things. One, some sort of substance abuse. The levels of alcoholism and substance abuse from drugs, including prescription drugs, is the highest that we've ever had. Or two, they go back into the things that only feed into that negative cycle. So, to feel appreciated, she, for example, does things that brings about appreciation. Like if you have social media, as you would you know, if you want to get the most likes or views, you have to go to some sort of extreme. Extremely stupid pranks, extremely stupid dares. For females, they use their assets. Generally speaking, it's their beauty. So she starts to do things that are going to bring about more and more likes and attention because she's going to equate that to happiness. She gets it. It's fake. What ends up happening? More depression. So as one of the sisters commented here, she's searching for validation. Uh, correct, 100%. She goes, she gets 100 likes. The next person has 200 likes. I want 300. Again, what happens? It feeds into the cycle. Depression. Or, today I got 100 likes, tomorrow I only got 50. What happens? The cycle continues to eat at the person. So you got substance abuse, one very common way out. You've got feeding into the cycle again. Were any of them productive for the female? No. What we're doing in the West is instead of looking for solutions, we're just talking about symptoms. Oh, we've got to focus on mental health. Yes, but what led the person to that point in the first place? What led them to that point in the first place? Yes. The, you know, the woman is living a life that is not natural for her. The life that she's living is not natural for her. You know, there was a French study. When a woman, this is a long time ago, I read this study. 
summary of research. So no one thinks it's a medical. I'm just sitting there going through university papers. You know, a summary of the research paper. Uh, when a woman sees herself in the mirror, a certain woman gets released in the brain. A certain chemical gets released. When she sees another woman, a different chemical gets released in the brain. That's where a part of the self-consciousness comes in, okay? Because she's comparing herself to others. When she sees herself with makeup on, which woman do you think gets released in the brain? When she sees herself or when she sees another woman? When she sees herself with makeup on, the other chemical gets released in the brain. It's as if she's looking at another woman. Interesting. Why is this something like that important? She wakes up in the morning. She beautifies herself, makeup and the whole shebang. She goes to work. She comes home. Do you think she likes the woman that she's seeing in the mirror? That woman, she hates herself. She hates who she is. When did she get the accolades? When did she get the appreciation? When she looked a certain way. She comes home. That comes off. She's back to her old self. Her, you know, down, lonely, bored, upset, depressed, etc., etc., etc. Women are hating themselves. They're hating themselves. So again, it just becomes you know, a problem after problem after problem. In terms of uh, a woman and, for example, again, going to work. This is just on this particular issue. Jayid, she goes to work and the appreciation that she's getting. You know, companies, they make a woman, she has to wear heels. Some companies are a bit more relaxed. What is the purpose of high heels? Bad for your feet. They're bad for your feet. They're bad for your back. Our resident podiatrist, Dr. Omar, I'm sure he can tell us, inshallah, next time he's on. What's the purpose of high heels? They're meant to bend you at an angle where your bodily parts are more profound. Bends your knees at an angle where you're forced to, in order to stabilize yourself, put your the backside out more and what happens to because you're now you're at an angle your backside's out more you have to put your chest out further so certain bodily parts are protruding how is that beneficial for example for the female how is that in the best interest of the female so the objectification of women which is a societal disease is now apparent now men because this is to show you like you know the worst forms of manipulation like you're getting, you're being forced to do things and you don't even know you're being forced. Like, you know when someone makes a joke out of you, gets you to do things on their behalf. One of the things that I talk about a lot with the liberation of females is you know, sexual liberation and for them to be able to dress in a way that they want and they that's part of the narrative that the woman can be able to do whatever she wants. Is the woman doing whatever she wants or she's doing what men want her to do, which is the catch-22, if you think about it. Yes. When you're dressing a certain way, when you're wearing certain things, when you're beautifying yourself in a certain way, when you're acting in a certain way, is this for you as a female, this is in your best interest, or is it for men? Look at any advertisement. They've got the most beautiful woman, any sexually pro pro provocative, and it's, for example, selling toothpaste. What does yani, a provocative woman have to do with uh, selling toothpaste? 
shutters, telephones. KFC, doesn't matter what it is. They're going to put the most attractive woman in the most promiscuous way they can to sell that product. How is that in the best interest of women? Other societal diseases like suicide. How many young females are killing themselves? Sadly, yeah. Teenagers, like you got teenage daughters. Ask, like, you ask yourself, what would drive this any beautiful daughter of mine, Billah, to one day say, death for me is better than life? Why are we talking enough about suicide? Man, 100% anyone who has those thoughts would speak to someone about it, 100%. your parent, your teacher. Your Death chair, is never going to be the easy way out. Your counsellor, yeah. whatever it may be. Seek help. Never let these thoughts get to you. What is driving these women to do that? Even though, historically, Taban, the majority of people that commit suicide are men, not females. And there's reasons for that. From amongst the reasons is men can be a lot more selfish because suicide is very selfish. They suicide, committing suicide is a very selfish act. So men are a lot more selfish. Um, they tend to commit suicide a lot easier. Whereas women, they're a lot more emotional. They think about others a lot more. And so they tend to stay away a lot more from suicide. But what's what's pushing up the numbers for suicide? Tayyib, the, the issue that we're having constantly and uh, we're always yani, speaking about is the woman putting herself in a position where She's not suitable for marriage. We're going to speak about men, Taban, how men and for the females that get upset, believe me, I do with, alhamdulillah, hundreds of men a week, personally. I do with, on a personal basis, hundreds of men a week, alhamdulillah. From the ones that I can tell you I would recommend for marriage, I could probably count them on one hand. So I don't think Wallah we're just smashing the sisters. So the a, men are it's a problem from both. Are also, yeah, it's it's a big problem. Okay. But females in general, when you you cause societal diseases, when you are lowering yourself, okay, by giving into whatever society wants, and so you're you're sexting this guy, you're sexting that guy, you're going to this place, you're going to that place, you're you know, sleeping with multiple men, etc. What do you think happens to your stock? No man is going to take you seriously. The guys aren't going to take you seriously. They're going to look at you as, okay, this is a woman who does what she does. Why does, again, we're talking psychologically here. Why do so many women do that? As the sister said, because they're looking for validation. They want that male attention. And the way they're going about it is what they think is going to bring the, the quickest and easiest way, and that's why you always see so many complaints from women that I done X Y Z with this guy because I thought that's what's going to make him like me more. But you haven't understood it. But society lied to you. Yes, hundred percent, it's what he wanted, but it's because he wanted it and he's gone. Because there's no respect there. It's a societal disease. She f- struggles to find a partner. She struggles to find a partner. What ends up happening? She goes longer with out finding a good guy or good, you know, the good guys move away from a female with a bad reputation for one that doesn't have that. Jade, other you know, societal problems that we see on top of you know, her being unhappy, on top of the substance abuse, 
on top of any suicide, we look at future planning. We have to, like in Australia, we have to import people. We have to import people from overseas in order to try and keep up with the birth rate needed in Australia to fulfill the, the jobs in the economy. Why? Because no one wants to have kids. No one wants to have kids. You know, having kids is you know, such a, a far-fetched idea. Having kids is not just for you as an individual. This is for your society that you live in to maintain and uphold the needs of the economy, the needs of the, of the community. We have to bring migrant workers because there aren't enough. We have to bring mig people from countries that are more likely to have children because the current like Western populations, they can't keep up. And you see a lot of studies on different countries have different needs. How many children it will, will, are needed to be born in order to maintain the growth of a society? And in especially in the Western world, the growth is so much lower than that which is needed, which means that within a, a generation or two, the, the society and economy will completely collapse because it becomes impossible. So what do they do now? Okay, they focus on migration to try and better that. But again, why are you talking about that problem? Why are you talking about solutions? Because guess what happens? <laughs> when you bring people from overseas and you bring them here and you raise them here, they fall into the same issue. You instill in them the, a, a certain ideal of a female and that certain ideal of how the female should be. They also fit into, you know what? I don't want to have kids or I want to delay having children. So you fall into the same issue again. For the societal issues of what we're seeing and how we're seeing uh, you know, the push for the corruption and the change of the nature of the female, they're immense. I think inshallah, maybe the, the next one, I really want to start off the program with that because it's going to be a longer one. The matter of marriage. Marriage, uh, divorce and unraised children. So maybe we, we'll delay that one. Sure. Another, another societal disease that we see is the opposite extreme. So, Sheikh, when are we going to mention some of the solutions? Because we've got some comments here. Yeah. And I think the, the, that's the, after the consequence. So, we have some of the listeners haven't yeah. tuned in and they like, they want everything in, in five minutes. Yeah. So, I think some of the listeners, especially the new listeners from the comments we've been getting on our various platforms, I think, uh, yeah. you know, it's a problem today in society generally that they want everything in three and a half minutes. And if you haven't addressed it, then you yeah. have failed your in your role. Therefore, you should be quiet. Yeah. My dear brothers and sisters, we've been talking about this yeah. for seven episodes. So go back and watch <laughs> before you say the Sheikh hasn't addressed it correctly or not. And we'll get to their question so you can address it directly. Uh, we still have two more consequences, which is probably going to be the next episode, inshallah. And then after that, we'll talk about some solutions. There you Shahid. go. Uh, even though, again, for the ones that have just tuned in, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you go back to the introduction itself, just the introduction itself, a lot of solutions are there. Okay, because you understand the problem, you should automatically understand the solution. But again, if they've just tuned in, inshallah, yeah. uh, we'll get to it. Inshallah. We're not in any way trying to you know, uh, downplay their input. You like your input and we will address it, inshallah. But if you haven't watched the previous parts, it's really going to hamper your understanding of what we're trying to address. 100%. So this is part seven. If you go back to Al-Bayan Radio Australia YouTube, you will find why the Muslim woman, especially for those not watching on YouTube or Facebook, because you won't have the link there. Go back to Al-Bayan Radio Australia YouTube channel and you'll find all the parts. Watch and then we'll love to hear your feedback. We have some questions or you want to... The final, the final societal final, disease that Excellent. I want to mention is you give birth to 
opposite extremes. And we have this in Islam. Every extreme has an, an opposite extreme. This is before Newton. We have the Murj you have the Khawarij, you have the Murjia. You have the Rawafid, you have the Nasibiya. Okay, you, whoever, whichever extreme you have, you're going to have a complete opposite extreme. Jayid, same thing with the society issue. When you push a women are the same as men, and you push that narrative, and you make men feel like they're not men anymore. You have the complete opposite. In um, in America, you know, you got certain groups. We don't want to mention any particular ones. But these ones are like women are absolute trash. Women are rubbish. Women are nothing. Why do they talk like that? Because they're getting pushed on. Women are better than you as a man. Or you have no value as a man. And you men are the problem of all the issues. You're the reason of all the problems in the world. So they come up and they say, hold on a second. We're going to prove you wrong. And we're going to show you how we, you're proven wrong. But in doing so, they get to extremes and they treat the woman as if she's nothing. Taban, from the most famous of examples in recent history, uh, and again, he's a polarizing figure. Uh, agree with what he says or disagree. Again, as long as you keep emotions out, speak from a religious or factual perspective, like Andrew Tate. How many women around the world can't stand Andrew Tate because of what he says and how he says it? But what made him so famous so quickly? What was it about him? Because he resonated with a massive chunk of the world. Not like a small, well, like sections of part of society. A massive part of the world. He resonated with them. Not only men. A massive group of women also agreed with what he said. But you get emotional arguments. Okay? Like silly things like uh, if I was to walk down the street at 1 a.m. in the morning it's not a reason for a man to rape me. No one ever, ever, ever said that walking down the street alone. There's no reason, there's no justification for a man to rape a woman. There's no justification for that. But you take precautions. There's no reason for a man to you know, rob your house. But you keep your doors locked. It's common sense. It's common sense. Jayid. So when he says things like, when he's having a discussion and someone say, oh, I should be able to do whatever I want and... And he do X, Y, Z, and he responds in a very logical manner. Even women agree with what he's saying, Jayid. But what we need to just you know, make sure is if you don't want these types of individuals, let's say you're you're a person that completely hates Andrew Tate, you need to ask what gave what gave way, what gave birth to people like Andrew Tate. Again, Alhamdulillah, from a Islamic perspective, is Muslim now. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make him sincere and firm. It's always obviously a big fitna for these people and to correct uh, you know, his actions and his understandings. If you don't like Andrew Tate or some of the things that Andrew Tate says, ask of what gave birth to him. There is some of those extreme groups in America that become extremely popular by millions, just in America, by millions. What gave birth to these types of individuals? When you have like certain extreme groups, like incels and stuff, <laughs> even though that's a completely separate matter, what gave birth to these types of individuals? What gave birth to these types of groups? What gave birth to these types of understandings? You don't want to go to one extreme. We're going to one extreme with females that they're one, two, three, four, five, as if, again, they're exactly the same as men. And a man comes and says, no, we're not exactly the same. And if we are exactly the same, again, this is the extreme mentality that comes out. If we are exactly the same, then we're going to get treated exactly the same. When, if a woman comes to me, I'm going to hit her, for example. And they say, okay, well, how can you hit a girl? We shouldn't raise your hand uh, to a female. No, they want 
to be treated the same, they think they're the same, then this is me treating them the same. These are some of the stupid extremes that you get when it comes to these matters. Okay, so you, you don't want one extreme to lead to another extreme. And these these are some societal diseases that are coming where you're having polarizing, you know, polar opposites. We don't need polar opposites. We need to come to the middle ground. What is the right thing to do? What is the wise thing to do according to what's right for us as human beings? From an Islamic perspective, Allah and the Prophet have already given them how we should be as males and females. So from a religious perspective, Alhamdulillah, it's already done. If you're not a Muslim, or you want even any more evidence than us as human beings, how should we be? What is appropriate according to the makeup of a man and what is appropriate, appropriate according to the makeup of a female? Understand that and inshallah you start to get rid of some of these consequences. You start to get rid of them because you can go about it the right way. And next week is going to be a worse one, unfortunately. We've got a few comments. Uh, one of the brothers, I think, out of the area, Sheikh, go back to Wollongong. <laughs> That's not nice. We like having him in Sydney. Not in Liverpool, it's another story. But we won't go there with the Liverpool stories. Okay, I think these podcasts, and this is from our, one of our main commentators today, I think these podcasts' name should be Change to Why the Feminist Woman. The reason why it's not Why the Feminist Woman is because women who are not feminists are affected by these ideologies. The brother is 100% correct that these things, it comes from the great you know, feminist push Men are pushing some of these narratives. Men have been affected by these narratives. You know, our daughters are growing up in, a, in an environment where this is the norm. And that's why it's not just about feminists, unfortunately. Because all of them are affected. Also, the same uh, individual, I'm not too sure if it's a brother or sister. Um, we'll read all their comments, one here. So, shouldn't men do their role and maintain and provide and protect women? Isn't that the problem? Or is it just women always? And then another comment, same person. So basically the men have failed. Just speak the truth or stay silent because you're not doing the topic justice. And once again, the ummah need men to talk about that, Sheikh. Don't just say, oh well, men are just like that and we can't do anything since you want to talk. <laughs> uh, I appreciate the comments. <laughs> if you haven't, Yanni, again, no, I, no, go, I, I guarantee the person... Has not watched 100%. A, a minute extra of the comment that they commented. But anyways, Barakallah Fik or Fiki or whatever, <laughs> whatever um, or whoever it is. Sorry, um, you got to be careful. It, sometimes it is a whatever it is. No, Nowadays, no I, with, I don't with think the pro- so. I think with, with they're, the pronouns today. I think they're sincere in their a, comments, but um, probably misdirected, and I don't think they've watched the program because if they had, I don't think they would comment in that way. Either way, even if I didn't agree. Um, they're affected to a, they're addicted to a doping high that they're achieving through insincere validation. I think this is the sister commenting on no. what you were mentioning Do- before about a kalafiki. Um, stripping males of their masculinity, birth this movement. That's a good, that's a good point. What do you think? This stripping is, males of their masculinity. This is, this is a massive issue. And, and, our, and our next big problem is going to be with men. Our next big issue that we're going to have, Allah Alam, is going to be with men. That men, are, we're already seeing symptoms, Taban, where men feel like they're not men, they feel like they have no value. And again, that's why people like Andrew Tate resonated with millions and millions and millions and millions of people around the world. Because yani, they thought, this is a guy telling me how to be a man. Whereas the rest of the world is telling 
يعني even the man how you should be a woman uh, and the final comment what solution are you proposing as islamic organizations are promoting such ideologies also is this not just a matter of creed I, th- I think the solution is coming i think the brothers and sisters have to understand that this is a series so mm-hmm. we're mentioning some of the problems some of the issues and the solution is coming now no doubt uh, i think i know who he's alluding to in the west there's a lot of dodgy organizations who claim to be representing islam we can't like we can't come out and speak for them you know our yardstick our gauge our measuring stick our judge is allah and his messenger in the end of the day it's islam according to the underway uh, understanding of the salaf al-salih um everything comes back to our creed because our creed dictates that we refer everything back to allah and his messenger but at the same time we're giving examples from what we see around us what is proven and what is you know has been passed on generation after generation we want to elaborate on what the issues are now i'm not just talk about what we see today is wrong and if we go back to the Quran and so now we can say that in 30 seconds we can put it as a clip on youtube shorts and move on with our lives but we the reason we we've gone for seven yani episodes uh, so far is because we want to elaborate on what the issues actually are we want to elaborate on them when you elaborate on them the ones who are unfortunately yani inundated with this information at least they have something to go back to and understand that it's different and understand what the what the reality is and how they themselves can you know, refute the problems that they're finding, inshallah. Now, the same commentator before actually thinks, the one that was a bit critical, I actually think it's commenter. the food... Commenter. Afwan. I actually think it's the food we eat. Uh, that's that's not ke- that's ke- not wrong. Chemicals, chemical hormones in meat. That's that's a very valid point. And I don't think it's the main the, issue, the, but the, it's a, no doubt the, it had an effect. I, I don't know how it's about the females, but I know with men... The amount of plastics and chemicals in the food are increasing men's levels of uh, estrogen. They're making them more like females, and they're lowering their testosterone levels. So, you know, definitely, that definitely needs an We have you know, massive issues in in food um, that we're finding, and it is affecting how we are. I know for males, I'm, I'm not sure how it affects. I know it affects females' uh, infertility, etc. Um, so it affects their fertility, makes them more infertile, but. It's definitely an issue. And another sister comments: "It's what we, what you see, what you watch, what you hear." This is that's part really of the, that's going to be part of the solution. Hundred percent. Um, and the brother who commented before about the proposal, he mentioned that a figure in the community has been promoting his dating platform. <laughs> How is this following the parameters of the Quran and Sunnah? He actually named him. Um, now this is not for us. We, are, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I don't know too much about this. I don't think it's a dating like it's it's not a dating platform. I think it's a meet to marry type thing. Whatever. I don't know. I haven't. I've seen the short clip, so I I reserve judgment until I know more. But I, I would advise the brothers to keep away from that kind of stuff until you know what you're getting into. And actually, you know, p- parents need to get involved in this kind of stuff. I don't. I don't know if you again, want to comment on that. Again, what what gives birth to these types of things? It's issues that we haven't... That's part of what we'll speak about next week, inshallah, azawajal, whenever we do the next episode. Well, maybe next month, I'm not sure. But what we will start with is the issue with marriage, divorce, and unraised children. We have a massive issue. One of uh, a father, a concerned father, I was recently speaking to uh, a couple of days ago, on Monday. Um, 
his daughter is looking to get married. There was a, uh, there's a potential to go to the house, inshallah. And yani, he, he was just we were talking about the topic, and he goes, my, uh, the issue of the you know pandemic that we have of you know young girls who are suitable for marriage that can't get married, and he he said, my daughter in Ramadan invited, I think it was twenty three of her friends over, twenty one were not married, and these are not sixteen year old girls; these are girls in the in the early to mid twenties. Twenty three of her friends came over, twenty one of them were not married. In in all reality, like let's look. If this needs an episode, and I, I've been thinking about this for all, even before these videos that they're talking about came out, and I do believe it's 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 due to us. How can we say a lack of being Cause, involved cause suitable. in the Islamic society? Not, Suitability is another thing. I'm saying for suitable, suitable. Yeah. Let's get let's get to being suitable. Not being suitable, that's another question altogether. I'm speaking about suitable brothers and sisters that want to get married and they're finding it difficult to get married. This comes back to the parents. The parents, where are you? Are you in the masjid, in the Islamic center? Are you part of your community? Are you an active member of your community? If you are, this shouldn't be a problem. But when we just all at home on our phones, what do you expect? Who do you expect to meet? Who do you like? Who are you going to meet? There's there's heaps of problems for this, and there's there is there are solutions. It starts off with you being part of your community, an active member of your community, with your family, with your with your brothers and sisters. And this will solve a lot of the problems. Maybe not all, but most of the problems. If But if we're all going to sit at home and say, oh, I ca my son can't get married. You're at home. How are you, who are you going to meet at home? No, no wonder why they're, they're going to alternatives which may not be very Islamic. And we're not saying that's right. And, Allah, no. and sometimes you have the children who are not affected by this, what we're talking about, but the parents are. Yes. The parents are. Sometimes the, the parents are pushing their daughters in a way which... Again, comes back to the problem, but it all goes back to how they've been brainwashed to accept certain norms that uh, shouldn't be normal at all. Long time. Barakallah, fiqh the sheikh. For the brothers and sisters asking for the sheikh's details, you can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Nasim Abdi, N A S S I M A B D I. Is that right? You can. Some have requested your details I don't want Instagram Just, but okay, the questions we'll do to come you. to me if inshallah. they come inshallah. or you can message the Al-Bayan Instagram or Facebook or, or we haven't got Facebook Al-Bayan Instagram and inshallah we'll get your questions or suggestions to the Sheikh Barakallah Fikum for listening we thank all the brothers and sisters who contributed uh, to to uh, today's episode part 8 coming soon stay inshallah. tuned for the announcement when we find out we'll let you please, know please if, if you're you know. still listening the ones that commented before Please listen to the other seven. Yeah, I'd like that the, the brothers and sisters who commented um, to actually listen to the whole the whole set, the whole series, and get back to us. Any final comments? Yeah, I'd like to thank the tech man if he's still awake. Barakalafik, the tech man, and uh, may Allah bless you in this world and the next. All the brothers and sisters, This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio. The voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.